we're here though. Peace, y'all. Welcome. If you saw the video, I was slow shimmying. If you didn't, just know that I'm slow shimmying. Just let your shoulders be great. We are back. I am Cindy Lee, your succulent sexologist, host of Sex on Shuffle, and I'm here with my homie. Just heck of just another podcast. See, that gets <laughs> slow too. That gets slow, a, slow shimmying. Yeah. Slow Half shimmying. a body roll, something. Yeah. It's, it it's deserves a, movement. It's it's part of her mating dance it is probably now i gotta pay attention and now i need that what's his name that dude to be like (laughs) the succulent sexologist is now in heat so (laughs) i watch a lot of nature documentaries but i feel like it still applies because today we're going to talk about relationships we're not gonna talk about mating maybe maybe we'll talk about mates mates maybe mating not postmates though not postmates because they didn't pay for a plug uh (laughs) we are here to talk about relationships uh oh any kind of relationships i'm sure we're gonna probably touch on romantic relationships yeah and like expand it but i feel like a lot of the shit we're going to end up talking about can be applicable to all relationships that are important to you, depending mm-hmm. on what's important. Cause right. I feel like that's a, another thing, like another separate thing to unpack. Like I know, I feel that I've been conditioned to think that a romantic relationship is the end all. Right. And that's like what you strive for, but I've seen so often people get lost in that relationship and then be like, what about all these relationships that shaped you, right? The ones that are healthy, right? If they're trash and, you know, I'm I'm here for setting boundaries around trash as people. (laughs) Um, You know, little containers, they don't got to be a brick wall, but maybe like, you know, some type of boundaries. Our dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hellbound. A hellbound Rockweiler, ready to tear your throat out. (laughs) Look, something in regards to safety for both of us, right? Because if the Rockweiler is ready to tear my throat out, I'm going to react too, right? And and then you're not going to be safe. So how do we keep all of us safe in our dynamics? Hopefully you're not friends with like a Rottweiler that's trying to get at you because I'm then I'm sorry. No, um, no, no. Or if you think your partner is one, that's I'm really sorry. I'm actually sorry no. for your partner too, uh, dependent. Only when <laughs> only when I only when I make fun of her family. So but that brings up a good, I feel like that's a good alley oop into mm. um can I ask you how this holiday season shows up for like Definitely. your relationship or how has it or are holidays important? No, definitely. Um, in, in my, you know, in my relationship, uh, Thanksgiving is very big for mm. my partner, uh, my wife in particular. Um, and, you know, because she has a pretty big family. Oh, they're very tight. They're very, very mm. tight. Like even, like they're, you go at one, you're going to go at everybody. Like this, mm. you know, young, old. Yeah, they're super, super tight, you know. Um, and that's something that I had to kind of adjust to because, you know, I, 
I don't really come from that. So mm -hmm. um, they're super tight. But then like Christmas is big, but she wasn't really big into Christmas like I am. Christmas mm. is important to me, you know, okay. just for just because um, growing up, that was like the favorite holiday and, you know, all the, you know, over the years it's evolved into not just being about, you know, stuff you're going to get or whatever. It's, right. You know, it's it just as you get older, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and, you know, just just in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we uh, my my wife is funny in a sense that there, there are things as like she's never really been in a like serious she had like I don't know if I'm her first relationship her first real relationship but like serious relationship but mm -hmm. um there are times where you know like she does certain things and then she and then I have to realize that she's never been in in the situation so she doesn't know how to be in the situation you know what I mean or you know mm -hmm. just in terms of just you know like anniversaries were a big adjustment for her in yeah because you know she didn't know you know she never really had one so it was just like okay you know what do I do in this situation and you know so um in the year you know over time she's gotten a lot better mm -hmm. um with certain things but there's other things that I know that they're awkward for her awkward situations mm -hmm. for her so you know you, mm -hmm. but, but being in a relationship is um you know like no one's perfect <laughs> so mm -hmm. you have to take everybody where they're at and you just mm -hmm. go with that and you just say you know and but you you know and it also too you know I used to remember teaching to it's okay to not accept those things if that's not Absolutely. for you because absolutely better to say no now than you're invested in this relationship and now you guys have like a family and property and all these different types of things and then it's like this isn't for me <laughs> it's like wait no now mm -hmm. yeah, it's too late now I mean I mean it's really <laughs> never too late but at the same no. time at the same time if when it becomes more than you, then yes, it is because now there's children involved, and now mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of different dynamics within that. Yeah, so. um, because yeah, what I'm hearing is like the relationships evolve, and when they mm -hmm. evolve, they start including people outside of yourself that you need to um, not ignore, right, or not Definitely. neglect in the situation. Definitely. So you, you know, <laughs> if you are somebody who came to the realization later yeah. know that those are things that you need to consider right like or or not or figure out what you need to consider because I can't make the assumption that these things are important to everyone for mm -hmm. me in my opinion that shit is important right especially like you know you're saying your wife feels like family is super important that means uh -huh. that there was like either it was implicit or explicit that that was a, a mm. an agreement right like oh, that's yeah. a boundary in and of itself right yeah. you have to be okay with my my squad my community mm. it's it's super important to me yeah it, probably to the point that if they didn't like you she heard it you know what I mean yeah, like that's yeah. part uh, and, and it hits different for people who we didn't have that kind of upbringing right like that. you know you have family but it's not in the same kind of big collective we're all like I didn't have um 
reunions, right? Like I didn't have family reunions or have those kind of familial things. Right. Um, so it's good to know those parts. And I, I bring all of that up is because we don't realize that some of these agreements we make at the beginning, even if we don't say them out loud, right? Or we make these assumptions based on what we come into the relationship with, right? right. So when y'all, did, did you... Did you, were you able to have conversations with one another? Did that happen close to when it was marriage conversations or did it happen like when you started dating? Um, It was learned over time. Yeah. It was learned. You know, it was, because um, you know how I am. I like, I joke around and I, I mm-hmm. say certain things and I, so, you know, I'm up, and every time, you know, like if, if Every time I was, I'd say a joke or I'd say something. Like even recently, um, she was showing me something that a particular family member had posted online, and I was just like, "They're dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they sound dumb." And oh well, you can't. And I'm like, "But you even know they sound dumb. Like mm. they sound dumb. They sound dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, like what are they talking about? Like they sound dumb." <laughs> So they were just like, she's like, oh, and I was just like, I was like, there you go. Like defending the, like, you know, and I was just, and then she kind of like felt, she kind of fell back a little bit because she kind of caught herself doing it. Mm-hmm. Not to say it, and she's not being wrong. I'm not trying right. to like disarm her or to stop her from defending her family. But, you know, at the same time, it was like, you know, you're going to attack me right now because say something that we're probably going to be in agreement to later. So, mm-hmm. uh but I, but that's what I understand about her, and I, and I, that's I'm okay with that. Um, there were times where it that behavior did put a strain on our relationship a little bit, um, where I had like disagreements with family members, um, and it ended up putting her in the middle. Uh, but it was also, you know, it made me realize if I really love this person, you know, I need to not, I need to stop doing what you know I need to not hold a grudge as mm. much as I was so I had to like un- stop my behaviors in a way and be like okay you know what I'm gonna bury the hatchet um mm. because at the end of the day you know I-, I want her to be happy I want you know so it was mm. just like you know what let me just chill and let me just you know and it wasn't easy it was yeah <laughs> it wasn't easy not not for the sense of like, you know, it, you know, when, when you try to offer the olive branch and they kind of, mm-hmm. they kind of still spit on it a little bit. Mm. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I offered it. It's cool, whatever. Like, you know. I can't. Because <laughs> it, it depends where the, how the offer took place. And I think, I mean, that's a good conversation because I think about... I feel like you are still entitled to your opinions, but that may not be something that y'all could talk about with each other. Like that may be like, okay, (laughs) that sounds like we need to draw a little boundary right Uh, here. It sounds like I have to keep that to myself Mm -hmm. because I don't know if I can get rid of my resentment. I'll be having resentment sometimes. I'll be like, oh, I remember what I heard about that you did, right? But I got to keep that. Well, I try really hard to keep that to myself because I'm like, that was their experience from what they told you. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's your mom or like, that's your whoever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, 
and figuring that out. Cause I know, I know for me, I try to do that whole, let's have these conversations, right? Yeah. Like in the beginning, let's have uh -huh. these conversations. And it was very, yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit now, but we'll table it, we'll table it. All right, but we table it until it's like, yeah. right? an issue right until our heads button we're not going to talk about it right now we're going to yeah. feel away and we yeah. might have to uh circle back <laughs> we not, be like mm, we need to talk about this but yeah. i need a minute because yeah, i gotta yeah. figure out like what are my things because sometimes we come into relationships with like this preset thing of agreements yeah. and what regardless of how much you love that other person they came with their own set and that mm -hmm. shit might be on par and that shit might not be right, right, right. and i would just i would try to make space for figuring out what those things happen and that's mm -hmm. not that's that's very idealistic because yeah. there's never there's gonna be times where like i didn't even think about that shit well now we're about to go toe to toe because now yeah. this is this is hitting this is mm -hmm. doing something it's activating something in me yeah, for us to be able to talk about it yeah i have a, another example is i have a friend mm. someone that i've known for a little while and he generally a good guy um and you know like he we've had conversations it's kind of like a mentor men, mentee kind of a relationship in a way mm -hmm. um but we but we you know the things i appreciate about him is that he's honest about his shit you know what i'm saying and so we've had conversations where he's admitted that a part of part of his process in picking someone is is kind of like picking someone that he feels that he feels safe with because he has these insecurities about himself right mm, so he's okay. gonna pick a certain kind of person or you know someone that he feels like that they're they're more understanding of what he's been through in his life mm. even though they may not be a match and you know what i mean like it's one of those things where He'll start, you know, in a, like in every relationship, the first six months is great because yeah, the boning is great. You're happy. Yeah, you gain that you gain that freshman that, fifteen that new relationship. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not this old shit. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> everything smells fresh. You know, you know, it, it's great running. You're hanging out. You know, you agree on everything, everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then. Mm -hmm. You know, after six months, then you start to see things that you're just like, oh, I didn't really notice that. But and so I've seen him go through this in multiple relationships. Mm. And his thing is, you know, everything is very fast and then you get together. And then then he starts to realize, well, wait a minute. I'm starting to notice these things. And then it and like just as fast as it starts is as fast as it ends. Mm. And you know, part of it, I, you know, I try to tell him, I'm like, listen, like, you have to, you have to look at yourself first. Mm -hmm. and, and, but it's tough to also say that when you, you, I'm not in his headspace, like he doesn't want to be alone. And he's, yeah. been alone. Well, he's felt alone for much of his life. At least yeah. that's what I'm, I get from our conversations. And he just wants somebody that he could chill with and that can be understanding of him. Mm -hmm. But he also, because he's 
he's still kind of young. He doesn't realize yeah. that the working on yourself is part of that journey. And you're not mm. going to pick, you're not going to really find someone that you really, that that's really going to be with you. I mean, you know, yeah, six months of boning is great. And then, yeah. but then the relationship starts when, you know, like through conversation and just yeah. kicking it and there's a lot of different things than just boning. <laughs> so, yeah. Cause yeah. when, when I hear you talk about before you even said that piece about him being alone, I immediately felt like, oh, is this something with attachment, right? Like, does he have yeah, previous yeah. experience around either not having enough or wanting it? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think it's okay to want to be in a relationship and have one of your particulars be that you want somebody to be understanding of whatever the stuff you're going to, but mm-hmm. you know, He's not my client, but I'm thinking about what does chilling and being understanding mean? Like, do you want a therapist or do you want somebody who just isn't going to judge you? Which, of course, that makes sense. It's you know that. what I mean? It's the judgment piece. Right. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, because when he said it to me, because I asked him a question, I was like, you know, yo, like, is it, are you picking these particular people just because of what you've been through in your life or whatever? And mm. he was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm upset. I was like, I, you know, you know, I'll be like, yo, like, I don't know. I think, I think we have these. <laughs> we we get when you're friends with somebody, or at least, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, why would you date that person? You know, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you kind of want better, or you want the best for them, or you know, yeah. But your definition of better isn't their definition of better, and then, absolutely, you know, you know, and I think I've, I've gone through that a couple times in my life like Mm. years ago I remember there was this girl who I was kind of into um but because of me being away at college and you know like she was like in the neighborhood that I was living at and different things like that and um it just never happened whatever Mm -hmm. and then I came back one summer and she was kind of messing around with this guy, this neighborhood guy, whatever, who had a had a wife. Like it was, it was a tricky situation. I mm. found out. I was like, what? Like, and it was like out, it wasn't like out in the open, but people knew about it. Right. And I just asked her, I was like, yo, like, what's that about? Like, why, why do that? You, know mm-hmm. like, you can do so much better. And she was like, yo, I just want to like you know I just want to be able to hang out with somebody that just looks at me in that way and I'm just Mm. like I was like oh shit okay I get it you know what I'm saying it was like one of she gave me like one of the keys Mm -hmm. to the mind of a woman at that moment because I was just like oh you know well, saying? at least the mind of hers. At <laughs> yeah, least her mind. Yeah, her mind, yeah, yeah. Like, her mind rather, excuse me. Her mind. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Wow. And you know, like after that, I mean, I never because I because I not got into a relationship and I never like pursued it. But mm-hmm. you know, that's one of those things where I think about that conversation. I was just like, you know, oh, okay, you know, like. This is a young, you know, this is this is a woman who just wants to be in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's with a guy who's got her, got her, you know what I'm saying? It didn't matter. She just wanted to be appreciated in that manner. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow. 
So I don't know. I that don't fulfilled know. the need that she thought she had at that moment. Yes. And maybe she'll continue to have that need or she'll expand and be like, oh, I can have other desires. Like I can get my needs met and have multiple ones. I feel like sometimes mm. folks, <clears throat> I don't want to say that folks settle, but folks don't give themselves a minute to get clear on why they want to be with somebody. Because if you are like, oh, I'm alone or, oh, I want praise, you can get those things in other places without uh, putting yourself in a relationship that you may not want once you're with them, right? Like, especially once time passes and things are clear or you've evolved and you're like, oh, Mm. I need a little bit more than that praise or I need a little bit more than some boning and <laughs> you you don't judge me because I got shit with me right like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's how we evolve in that and mm-hmm. you know Definitely. how we address it in the relationship I think so often we just ride because it's a thing right like we're mm-hmm. present with it and it feels so good that we'll lose the presence we'll lose the ability to be like all right what does this look like and I'm not saying talk about marriage the first date that doesn't make sense right but it's what would it look like to sit and get clear on why am I with this person? Oh, I'm with this person to feel for this piece. All right, but do they know that? Because if not, if they sit here on that same situation, one person is like, oh, I got this one need, but this other person is like, oh no, but I found my person. I'm building, I'm making all these things happen. But if they're not talking to each other, sooner or later that that dwindles down and it turns into like oh well resentment or well i'm not interested no more oh this person isn't fulfilling the needs or my needs have evolved um but i don't know i feel relationships are complicated for a a number of reasons yeah i mean you start off with the fact of like you know early on what relationships what they were predicated by you know it's like mm-hmm. oh you be with this one person forever <laughs> right and that's such yeah. a funny thing to say because it's like is that you know is that realistic and you know a lot of a lot of that was guided by like the church be with this one person yeah. and this one person only you know and and that may be great that that worked for that generation i guess or maybe and maybe not because you don't really know a lot of a lot of women back then had to fall back and be like you know what this is what's being dictated by society so i need to follow this and then you know yeah. that was the 40s and the 50s and then the 60s came and then it was like well i don't really feel comfortable with being this way you know what i'm saying and maybe you know i, I i'd like to maybe get a job and mm-hmm. and it was like well no you know and, still push back and then the 70s came and it was like listen this is what it is and i'm i'm gonna be what i am or whatever and then followed by the 80s which was a fuck show in itself because a lot of women even though it was certain you know women's rights were coming around it was still mm. it, it was the ones that were unwritten like being respectful and you know taking no for an answer mm. like that, mm-hmm. you know things like that so you know, the whole hair on a can, pubic hair on a can thing and the the the, the sexual harassment at work and all these, yeah. and all these, all these trials and tribulations. So you talk about that, that role in itself evol- evolving over time and, and women having to fight mm. and 
you know, it's just, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like a relationship should be something that you want to be in. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be something that you, I, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go do this and this is my life for us. Like, no, right. then, that doesn't work, especially with all the divorce lawyers out there right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this. <laughs> I feel like a number of things just popped up because in my head, when I think about the messages that we got around relationships, I feel like some of that is bullshit too, right? Some of that is made up or just another opportunity for like shame and guilt to show up. Yeah, (laughs) because, you know, now we talk about, oh, back in the day, people stayed and got married for long periods of time. And I'm like, but we know the stories that we don't talk about out loud. We know the people that have been married for 50 years, but they were in a Mm. shitty relationship or had a Mm -hmm. second family Mm. or, Mm. you know, had an agreement because they wanted to stay within the confines of marriage, either because of work or property or family, but other things happened, but we ain't talk about it. So now that stuff is showing up now. Now it's like, Oh, your goals, they were goals, but they were goals because they were in an open relationship or because (laughs) they wasn't, they was mad at each other for, you know, there's so many things that we don't know in the details of it, but we've taken the fantasy to be the truth. And that's it. The light in the way. And if that shit worked for you, like I'm not throwing shade on it at all. I think it's us being un- understanding that there's other types of relationship dynamics mm-hmm. and we don't know everything that happens in a relationship, right? Like, because we're quick to say a relationship is perfect because of what we see wherever we see it, mm-hmm. but perfect comes with work, right? Perfect comes with like choosing that person constantly, Man. like having to choose the person and want yeah. to be in relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think perfect is such a setup word. And mm. it's like, you know, per- you nothing is perfect. No one is perfect. Like maybe like nothing at all. It, it, in our, in our, you know, the sun's going to explode billions of years from now. It's going to eradicate this solar system. Does that make it perfect? No, not mm-hmm. at all. That's gonna murder everything if they're even right. human beings at this point. There's nothing perfect with anything, but you know, you you have to be able to take the but the things that 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 make you happy or that that mm-hmm. or, you know, and even you know, and and also with that, be able to say, okay, I can accept this because I'm happy with this. You know, mm-hmm. I can accept this person being messy because right. I'm happy with the fact that they love me <laughs> and I'm okay with them, yeah. you know, leaving dishes in the sink because they cook the food. So I'm, right. I can wash those dishes because I know that this person is going to make me a meal that I'm going to enjoy. You know, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like this, that you have to be able to have some give and take. You have to, because if not, then, I mean, then you, then you, if you are not prepared for that sort of dynamic, yeah, then you have to figure out, well, what's the next thing? And that's when, you know, are you okay with just being single and having different mates for different states or different, mm-hmm. you, know what I'm saying? you know, having different things and, and you have to, you know, because, and that's being fair to the other person that you're with because mm-hmm. there, you know and there's plenty of people who are okay with that and you have to 
move into that crowd. Um, but there isn't, a, you know, but you, but then you have people that are like, well, I want my cake and I'm going to eat it too. And they're going to be like, well, I don't want those things, but I still want these things. And I'm just going to, you know, figure out which, and it becomes a kind of selfish thing. And it's the damaging aspect. And then mm. that kind of sets up the person to be like, well, you know what? I have, now I have these things in my head and moving forward, I'm going into my next relationship with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, I, I think it's also like, you need to be clear enough with yourself or get clear or learn to be present with yourself enough to mm -hmm. know what you're willing to accept, right? And what you're not. And mm -hmm. also, I feel like sometimes without giving that space for us to really reflect on that, um, you can't go into a relationship being like, oh, they fit these points, but this point I really don't like. All right, I'm going to change that point. <laughs> no, it's, are you willing to accept that yeah. as is? Uh -huh. <laughs> or are you going in on the hope that that shifts? Because then that's that's a setup because I feel like there's a, that's a, a space for like manipulation. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to try to make things be a thing and, and mm -hmm. so that it can end up in the outcome that you want. But that shit don't work either because it's, it won't last long, even if it lasts good in the beginning, because, yep. you know, relationship energy and some good mm -hmm. ass and like all these things do things literally to our body. Like mm -hmm. we we could take the world on. Right. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, that's not sustainable because it's not in alignment. Like I know. I can get messy. Imagine if I came into this relationship without telling my lover who's like super, everything got to get done, you know, and I'm sure that comes from a place too, but like everything got to be super spick and, plant, spick and span. Mm -hmm. If I try to force myself to be something that I'm not, it's, it might not be sustainable or I might be resentful or I might not be, I'm not being authentic, right? So then right. We, we move in together and it's, oh, surprise, like that's gonna be a big hit for someone depending on where that hits them like that shit might come from a place of I like shit neat or it comes from a place of I used to get my ass beat for not having shit neat so like mm. there's so many things that impact how how we live and exist and right. I always bring up the individual because sometimes I feel like I hear from folks that that's it once we're in a, in a partnership we're an entity and yeah, that's true to a point, but you also got to be your own person and have your own interests and your own time so that you can, you're able to suss out what are the things you're down or okay with and what are you, and what you're not. Like you have to be able to have other friends. And that goes back to that whole piece of if, if our culture is, has taught us that that's it, you get with a partner and that's it and that's all. What happens when they don't fulfill whatever needs you feel like you have, or you end up having new needs that are hella important. And that's why you see shit like relationship shift and understanding that, yes, this shit can end. This isn't Disney. It's not going to be forever. We can have expiration dates. That doesn't mean it needs to end fucked up. We can right. end in an amicable way. Like I still value you as a person <laughs> unless right. you were trash and then you do, you know, have whatever reactions you need to have with it. But I'm like, I don't know. I think the more I, I get older, the more I want to be like, I don't want to say love yourself first. Because I feel like 
that's a cop out too, because then it, it, it leads to an expectation of, oh, I can't be in anything unless I fulfill this, this goal of like, what does loving myself or what does being healed mean? I don't right. think that works either. I think it's just make sure that that is addressed and that's not left under right. the table because you're getting whatever need that it was really important right. to you, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's yeah, that so attention or yeah. something. Don't neglect yourself. Yeah. And that's part, you know, and I mean, it's, I think that is part of loving yourself though. But at the same time, it, it, it should be inclusive of, certain things if that's for you because I mean because mm-hmm. it's I mean I, I learned I kind of learned that the hard way in that mm. you have to you know you can't there's no way you can love somebody else more than you love yourself because it's it, it it's such a it's such a weird place to even start from because you're you're hating yourself or you're not happy with where you're at you yourself Mm-hmm. but you're going to love somebody else and it's two different kind of energies that contradict it's like the magnets that's polar opposite and you're never gonna they're never gonna touch they're never gonna link <laughs> they're never gonna link it's always gonna be something because at the end of the day it's just two different types of energies one's that's one that's super negative and one that's it's positive the one that's mm. you know, um but i mean again it comes you know all these things are imperfections. All these mm-hmm. things, that, you know, like, and it's things that we're, you know, even to have this conversation now is like an evolution. Mm-hmm. that, And it'll be super evolved from people in, in the next generation. Like when we're, when we're older and we're ready to pass on to wherever we go, this conversation will be at another level. And it'll be, you know, something where, you know, where things are, things would be super unheard of where, you know, multiple relationships will be like a thing, you know, mm-hmm. or even, you know, even though they're a thing now, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But, it'll, you know, like, like just people, oh, you know, as, as we evolve as human beings and, and the things that we, that we're learning and, and moving on from, um, you know, it's just part of, you know, at the end of the day, you know, relationships, start from a chemical in your brain mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying they come they start from this idea that you know I need to be with someone mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? and then from that chemical then starts the, the the other synapses kick in like well why is this something that I want what mm-hmm. is this do I want a child and a family out of this do I want you know just to hook up and and, and sow my oats so mm-hmm. sort of thing you know and and then it branches out from there and then it's like well what what kind of person do I want to sow my oats with mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and is this person you know when do you know it, it gets it gets weird especially <laughs> it's so it super does it super does because even like you know like I can only speak from a man's perspective I can't really speak from I can empathize with women I can empathize with you and I can understand okay yeah and and think about like the things that you may want or the things that are needed in the relationship. But from, from a man's perspective, especially from my generation, it was like, bang them all out, get it mm-hmm. all done. And then when you're ready, you chill and you settle down. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, a lot of different things that I've seen in my life 
were just like super weird because I, you know, seeing other guys carry that out. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, from like guys catching like STDs and blaming it on the, the woman that they were with when they were yeah. the one cheating. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yo, I was and being like, mad. And, and being like, mad. <laughs> like, damn, you know, that's a special place for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i've seen these kind of weird things you know so it's just like i don't know where you know and it was tough because at times you know i would try to emulate that but part of me knew it was just like that's this is kind of shitty what i'm doing mm-hmm. um and then i think mm-hmm. about the relationships that you know of, of women that i that i've had i've been smarter or been better at you know being a human being mm-hmm. i'd probably be married to them or they you know, mm-hmm. who know who's the same so yeah you know it's but i think that's a testament to how yeah. much we evolve as a person that we don't realize that mm-hmm. we how it's important for us to have continuous check-ins with the people mm-hmm. that we fuck with because it, things can shift and change so much yeah. and i hear so many folks being like okay well i'm here like i'm i'm, I'm in it now like i've committed and i'm like but but no, like this is the mm-hmm. one life that we have. Yeah. Like, what does it look like if you love people to be honest with them and be honest with yourself in a way that lets people have a life with someone else if that's not the alignment, yeah. right? Or come into terms with, you know, if you are in a monogamous relationship, but your ass is cheating, well, maybe you're not monogamous, right? Like now no. we can have those conversations <laughs> a little more. Like we can have the that that's that you're own it own that about yourself right. or don't and continue to be shitty and get whatever consequences that come with that right like there's a, a cause and effect with everything yeah. um and i think that's what i appreciate about the shift in the culture is because we have more exposure and we have more like mainstream conversations about this because this is going to continue to evolve and that doesn't mean that there aren't people that fit the whatever stereotypical monogamous cis heterocentric relationship if that's your bag that's beautiful mm-hmm. but if it's not stop there's no future in front and either like let's figure out what that means because there's there's so many receipts that that should exist even before mm-hmm. this exposure shit most of the like most of the world has other relationship dynamics besides this monogamous yeah, yeah of course i'm gonna stay with this family union forever mm-hmm. kind of a right. thing like it's it's expansive and that's why you hear people or younger people talk about relationship anarchy but i feel like there's people our age too that are coming to terms with there's some shit i learned that worked when it did and it don't work now so now it's a a system of unlearning and relearning right because that shit could change when i got into my relationship while my lover now we've been together about five years you know, I'm a person that believes in consensual non-monogamy and that believes in polyamory. And mm-hmm. I knew that that's not where her head was at. So I wasn't like, oh, let me get with her and let me expand her mind and be like, oh, <laughs> we have a friend over today. Like that's not manipulative, right? So like that wasn't a conversation we had. <laughs> like, hold on, I'm just here. 
here? Do you want a drink? Like I've seen people do shady things like that. Oh no, they're just my friend, right? Like, but it's Friday night. Like, don't do that. Like I be be explicit. Like put ten toes down and have a conversation. Like you don't have to pussyfoot around things. Um, so I didn't have that kind of conversation, and instead we imagine if I tried to without talking to her about what it meant mm. when I talked to her about polyamory and stuff what came up was like oh shit so cheaters really really ain't shit because look at all these other options that exist mm. so imagine if I, if I would have yeah. automatically been like oh nah, she monogamous she's not gonna want to do this let me just mm-hmm. hide this part of myself yeah. and instead it was like oh shit I get it now yeah. right and like and expanded and for her to make whatever decision she wants to make and we can come into the relationship and be like all right year five what is what is this looking like oh it's something I'm interested in all right cool and again that's not to say that changing and shifting shit in your relationship is going to be a hundred percent effective either because sometimes it might turn out that it might this isn't working the way it needs to because this is my push hard limit this one you're not with so how how do we amicably cut ties right, right? And, it, and i and i get the complexity but shit is complex if it means we have to have conversations around living mm-hmm. in this world that you know it's hard to live with without multiple incomes like multiple incomes are helpful and <laughs> you don't want to live in a life that doesn't feel right and exact right unless you believe in reincarnation and you're like all right i'm 22 i guess i'll try again next lifetime like no you have so much fucking life <laughs> this is this could be the end of a particular chapter and i'm I, like i say all that and i'm like i'm not telling everybody leave your relationships but maybe maybe <laughs> like maybe it's sitting and what does it look like to 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 be a partner in this relationship can you show up in that way or can your partner show up for you? And if not, what happens then? Mm-hmm. Right? Like I love the shit out of you still. I still don't not love you. So what does right. that look like for next steps? Right. Maybe it looks like having a big puppy pile party, but maybe it looks like just us having a conversation of what are steps moving forward. And again, like we mentioned in the beginning, that shit hits different when you got family friends children a Mm. housing situation you Mm. living in new york like whatever it is Mm. yeah but i think a close you know we need to be more uh communicative about shit like that and be honest with yourself too because some folks are like oh i'm not the problem and i'm like okay but we it doesn't have to be a fault it just has to be maybe we didn't realize that what we came in here for is not what we want now right exactly exactly um a question I've wanted to ask you, especially when you talk about like heteronormative cis relationships. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings when when you see like relationships within like the LGBTQ plus community that kind of fall towards that? Yeah, more or less. You know what I'm saying where the where the roles are like and. And you know, I mean, it's yeah. it's funny. It's it's one of the things that's always confused me a little bit because mm. we're in a in a culture that's that's so against labels. Yeah. Within the community, there's all there's at least there was. I'm not I'm not sure anymore though. There was always 
check boxes. Like there's always, oh, well, you're, if you're this, then you're this. Like if you dress yeah. like a boy, then you're an AG. Yeah. If you dress like this, then you're a bottom. And then, you know what I'm saying? And it's always like, there was always a role. There was always something. Mm. And it was just like, well, why the label? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, but, it, you know, I guess it's maybe the, the, the fight for the identity that mm. you were seeking. Yeah. Or, you know, or whatever. Or, or maybe to feel, uh, to feel like you belong to a culture. Mm-hmm. Whereas where, you know, when you did it, when, how you were living before, you weren't really involved. You weren't viewed. Mm. You were just the person that was just like, oh, well, they're into their own thing. And then you yeah. kind of just got brushed to the side or whatever. Yeah. It's, you know, trying to make sense of it. But when you, when you see those types of relationships, like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think I'm going to do both. Like, I have opinions and I think we need to all that shit exists right the same way that I'm sitting here talking about how polyamory exists and all these other kinds of consensual non-monogamy there are going to be folks that are in the queer community that might embody things that we think are typical to the gender roles that are placed on cis-hetero relationships right like outside Mm -hmm. um and some of it, some of it might have to do with gender presentation and discovering yourself and what it looks like when you finally have permission to be whoever it is, whether that has to do with who you love and who you want to be with and or how you want to present yourself. Because there were a lot of labels and I don't think I have a problem with labels. I think I have a problem with people policing other people's labels, right? Of somebody not being enough of this or not enough of this. Mm-hmm. Um or you can't fit this particular style because that's when like at the end of the day we all been raised in hyper masculinity and patriarchy and misogyny and misogynoir like that's shit that's baked weaved into our culture that's just gonna show up I've been in relationships with cis women that did shit in a very toxic masculine damn near you remind me of some cis hetero dudes that we would call trash right but that's because they embody some of those things that may have felt like that's what they've been taught that's what they've been conditioned to believe that that's what is a a a person right of an ag or a stud and if i've seen other ways too i've seen folks i mean because you know there's a, I feel very strongly about, there's like a femophobia. There's a lot of discrepancy around whether or not folks can be masculine of center or feminine of center. I've heard people in my communities be like, oh, femme on femme is gross, right? Years ago. But I've heard those things that I, it, mm-hmm. to me, it baffled me. But then there's an understanding that, of course, like I have compassion now. We've been raised um, in these just, systems just to quickly interject nah. hetero men love femme on femme you can i can't fuck now. with you see <laughs> and, and then and then that's another thing we gotta contend with right like okay let's make a note of that i'll, I'll give it to the newsletter of the gay community that's men want femme on femme right because there's this belief that that women Right. Or people who have been conditioned as women or femme folks yep. that they're that we're here for like the male gaze, right? Or we're here, oh. which is why people don't get like I haven't taught in college classrooms in a minute now. Uh, but I always get that. Okay, but if she's gonna have sex with this person 
or she's gonna have sex with a woman why she gotta dress like that or why she have a have a has to have a strap on and i'm like but but your gender presentation and your sexual relationships your behaviors they don't equate right because now if we want to talk about it there's cishet relationships that the gender roles might be switched or you might think that a cis woman is the one that quote unquote you know or the cis dude wears the pants right but it's not that way right or it's flipped Mm -hmm. on its head because we have these beliefs that this is a thing so when we see anything else across it we're like oh that's strange and i'm like not all that shit exists right because right? i know a lot of cis head dudes that do not wear these quote-unquote pants right like or mm-hmm. i used to have a client the client told me oh he wears the pants but i i control the zipper right so like there was different <laughs> ways that it got talked about and i'm like if you want to have your identities have them it's mm-hmm. i feel big on like when you start policing other people and you start policing other people's ways of being in relationships right like if we're talking about cis head because you know y'all are listening um (laughs) keep it real with yourself when you see your homie and and your homies loved up with their partner what's some of the things that come out you don't be like you know what good for you in your healthy relationship you be like oh you mess off or like oh look how cute Uh, like i've I've been in those i know you right like i've seen those things happen Right. Yeah. And then we we create this this little space of shame and guilt. Right. Mm. Even if you don't want to come across like that, you feel a way about it. And that may impact the way that you treat your partner. And that's bullshit, too. Mm, yeah. Right. So, like, who's yeah. in your relationship with you? Yeah. I've, I've, known, I've known more women to kind of be like uh, you saw like or, or <laughs> mm. you know, because I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not to say that men don't look at each other's partners but i you know anybody a lot of men that i'm around or whatever they were just like nah good for you bro you know that's sis or whatever versus other women would be like oh good for you and then be like yo you know i'm saying and then kind of slide in you know what i'm saying and i and i've been part of that i've been with women whose friends were like yo you know what i'm saying like, yeah, you call you could call me anytime you want. And I'm like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, really? how, how do you interpret, you know, and how how I interpret it, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of different, but at the same time, it's like, mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Can I can I really call you anytime? Like, you know what I'm saying? And what does that entail? Like what what comes with that? Like it gets weird. And could that come from a place of like your previous experiences of what that meant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's giving you that feeling, yes. but was there an opportunity for you to like, like expand more? Like, tell me more about what this call means, which is why <laughs> folks go so hard in the paint with relationships. I knew what the call meant. See, but I don't know because I wasn't there and I need context. Context is important because then that turns into Mm. I can't have certain friends when I'm in a relationship. And I'm like, but that's fucked up if you have friends, unless you're having friends that don't don't respect your boundaries around relationships. Are you all really those that person was never really your friend? Because if they're willing to swap you for the person that just came into the circle. And that's not really a friend. And that's right. A, that's a totally different, you know, 
again, you got, you got to examine your relationships. <laughs> you examine. Exactly. Because I'm like, our friendships too. If you have uh-huh. been taught to believe that your boo is the only thing that matters to the point that you've treated your friends like shit, or you haven't invested in those kind of relationships, that's just going to show too. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because then what happens? You don't got nobody unless you have a boo and you're giving your boo this unspoken requirement that they got to be your end all be all number one best friend boo psychologist oh mom and that shit don't work either oh yeah i've been there <laughs> see so it's it's yeah. there's layers to this that's why we i feel like we need to just keep it 100 i don't know how it is right now in dating life but i'm sure it's as shitty as it was 10 years ago five years ago when we was in it it seems shittier but I don't know. Again, I'm not in it. So <laughs> I'm I know, so glad I'm not in it. <laughs> I know it's difficult because people still are not uh, taking care of themselves in no. different ways mm. and expect other people, especially if we're talking about if you are taught that your partner is supposed to do these things or be these things for you. I think that's what sucks sometimes. You know, it's not my relationship, but sometimes when I hear relationships, I'll hear cis dudes being like, oh, she made me better. And I'm like, that sounds really good, but I'm in me, I'm also very like, mm. did she want to? Did she feel to, <laughs> like, did, did she have to? Like, right, right, and I've right. seen other, you know, yeah. I've seen it in the reverse too, but I just want to be like, we I mean, can't be all things yeah. to all people, yeah. all right, including exactly. your boo. But that also could be also like, um, it's it's also how, it's all about interpretation also, because mm. them making you better may not mean that they improved you. Yeah. May have mean that you learned things about yourself. And right. You, because you're willing to be with that person, you're like, you know what? I need to improve this about myself. I need to mm-hmm. make, I need to be better for myself so that I can be with this person so that we can be happy together yeah you Mm -hmm. know what I mean it's it's different there's different things it's but to to your point too there are other people out there like nah he used to wear Tim's but now he wears loafers (laughs) you know (laughs) you know I I had someone make a comment to my wife like oh yeah you know you made him better because you know before he used to drink like Hennessy and I, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just looking at, I, li- when I heard that I was just like, okay, like. And I feel like that's a microaggression. <laughs> I feel like that's no, like underlying shit. It was, shit. it was, like, it was, because it was just like, you know, like, it was basically like, you know, oh, this is this kid from the hood or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. No, this yeah. ain't Cinderella. No, no it's not. Like, it really wasn't. <laughs> but. But you know, in, in a sense, my wife did make did help me become a better person. Right. Or she's helping me become a better person because it's a journey. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not better. I'm not all the way better. No, that's shit with me still that I know I need to, you know, be better about. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, that's part of my journey. And mm-hmm. there's things that she yeah, I've I would think that I've helped her become better at. I, mm-hmm. think, I think and one of those things is her being more vocal. Before mm. she would just like we get into these these arguments, and she would just like close up, and she would mm-hmm. just wouldn't say anything. And I used to be like, like, yo, like, do you want to talk about this? And she'd be like, 
okay. And I'm like, well, why didn't you, you could initiate yeah. the conversation, you know, and, and now she's gotten better. Like it's not hundred mm-hmm. percent, but she's gotten better. Well, she'll be like, yo, like we need to talk about this. And I'm just like, okay. Like, you know, versus being defiant in myself mm-hmm. and being like, no, I don't want to talk about it. I'm mad at you. And that's all that matters right now. Right. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's no, you know what? It's not because that's not good for the relationship. That's not mm-hmm. good for us. So yeah. I'm going to get out of my own way. Mm. Chill with this anger. Cause you know, a lot of times the anger is stuff. It could be one thing, but it's all the other stuff that's piled up right. on top of that. That ain't got right. nothing to do with that, you know? And you end up then you know people that are that are really interested in being happy with that person will look at that stuff and be like okay i gotta take this off i gotta take mm-hmm. this off because this has nothing to do with it mm-hmm. you know, the, the jerk in my job has nothing to do with right the situation right <laughs> damn i arrest these right. <laughs> okay let's focus on this one thing okay yeah. how this made me feel boom and yeah. then you go from there you know what i'm saying that's 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 part of you know being in the relationship and really being in it as opposed yeah. to just like being just like oh you know well it's all about what I'm going through right now what it is you know and you're not gonna get anywhere with that you're just gonna be still mad mm-hmm. <laughs> probably on the couch yeah. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> wherever you at but I don't know but I think this was a very dope conversation today. I think we uh hopefully a lot of people will gain something from this or mm-hmm. or maybe they disagree with us and whatever you know what I'm saying but definitely feel free to dm me at just heck on instagram uh you could say, you could um just heck on twitter Mm-hmm. uh what's your handle cindy you can reach me at cindy lee alves i'll put it in the podcast notes and you can uh either disagree with us or ask a question mm-hmm. like that's why we're having this dialogue because i feel mm-hmm. like it's a witnessing of us just chopping it up about mm-hmm. real things and that's that right. may be like give you an aha moment or be like fuck mm-hmm. that i want all of that right yeah. as respectful as you can be because i will clap back but yeah. come cindy <laughs> lee alves twitter instagram yeah and, and also too like we've witnessed each other's relationships and we've had our own relationship stuff mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you know because part of that part of the journey especially when you're with someone that you care about mm-hmm. uh, in, in whatever dynamic it may be is absolutely you know, and you know we've we've witnessed each other ups and downs and you know and, and dark moments and, and happy moments and stuff like that so this isn't just like us kind of off this is no not necessarily off the cuff but we mm. you know this is from experience this is yeah. those things where you know like we've you know these are things and and that's part of the learning it's 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 learning and and, and continuing to learn even when you think you know everything because it comes to nah. relationships you know nothing <laughs> you Mm-mm. know nothing you know <laughs> and how beautiful it is to continue to explore and discover yes. things about yourself exactly. even if they ain't shit exactly it's good to know <laughs> it's like a never-ending game where you find new levels 
yes. every day. <laughs> yes, but no cheat codes. No cheat like, codes. So that's why we're sharing out of a place of transparency. Yeah. And I wish I had a cheat code. I did not. I bought my Do with it what you will. <laughs> I bought my head a lot. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of concussions and contusions. <laughs> I'm about to bump my head now because I'm I'm supposed to make dinner on Thursdays and I'm not Ooh. making anything. I'm gonna Grubhub it. And, call and, it and that's fine. If that was your responsibility. It's checked. That's it. She was she was like, "Oh, I, I can't wait to get home to see what you made me." I was like, "I ain't making nothing." She was like, "Oh, whatever." I curated, I curated a feast right now. As long as you come home to food. A plethora. There you go. A plethora of options. There you go. There you go. Let's see how that happens. I'll give you an update after that. Yes, yes. (laughs) Oh, man. So I have been just heck. I am Cindy Lee. I like how you phase into the Cindy Lee voice, that the intro and the outro. <laughs> it's the soft and warm. I'm telling you, start with soft and warm. <laughs> oh man, this has been another, just another podcast, Sex on Simple Match Mashup. Appreciate you guys. Be safe out there. Wear a mask when needed. Peace. And, uh, you know, do what you got to do. Peace, love, and hair grease. Mm-hmm. Shimmies. Shimmies. All day. <laughs> mm-hmm.